Blog Talk Radio. where you'll hear the unabashed truth, no censorship, no nonsense, and that's the way we like to do it. All right, uh, 347-308-8073. To tune in to uh, call on the program, we'll press the microphone button on the homepage. Um, Oh, we had a secret caller already. I bet I know who this is. So, all right, we, we will... We will hold off on my daily rant and we'll go straight to the lines. Um, hello. Yes, you. You're on. Oh, you have to. Oh, you want to listen in? Okay, I, I get it. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, my good buddy there wants to listen in the show. That is just fine by me. Anyway, so why don't we get going here? Um, I want to touch a little bit on this uh, Copenhagen nonsense once more because it's still going on this week. So this has been a recurring theme uh, that we've had lately. So essentially, with this whole climate conference that's going on, what have we seen happen? Well, today, the uh, EU promised at least 3.6 billion or something like that, a minimum of of a certain number of money uh, to help combat global warming in poor nations. I mean, I, I just want to go into that conference and just yell at these people. Are you that stupid? Do you not care about the science? Is your radical leftist ideology so important that you will just overlook the truth and go straight to these complete and utter lies? And unfortunately, it seems with these people that that's the most important thing to them. Their agendas. Their radical leftist agendas. The facts are only secondary to these radical leftists. They don't care if they get it they get it right. It's all about moving the world closer to their their socialist dystopia. 
Now the question is, do we just allow this to happen? Should we just allow this to happen? And it's it's scary because when you think about the kind of damage that these morons are doing in Copenhagen, if they get anything close to what they're trying to get, it's not going to be good. And unfortunately, it's these elites, these radical leftist elites who have the power to do these things. And we can't really do much to I find it quite sad, to be honest. And um, it would be nice if they would actually look at the uh, you know, look at the, the actual evidence when they were making these sorts of determinations. But instead of looking at the evidence, instead of looking at this objectively, the radiology always comes first. And that's just an unfortunate situation that we face here. But, um, <clears throat> you know, what's, what are you going to do? You can't reason with these people. They're just going to do whatever they want to do. And uh, it's, it's just sad. But, um, so, I didn't want to spend too much time on that, but, uh, you know, I was thinking lately, how history gets so twisted and so manipulated, essentially, because, well, why are we taught to believe in, in you know, that basically the, and I've been reflecting a lot on the civil war lately, that the North was good and the South was bad. You know, that Southerners fought for slavery again. Uh, it was good versus When the fact was, most Southerners did not take up arms over slavery. Most didn't have slaves. Why would they care? You know, why would you care? Um, it wasn't important to most of them. And what it really was, was a clash of two competing ways of life. And... <clears throat> two completely different beliefs in government, how a nation should be governed. And while while you can say that it was perhaps good that, you know, the it spurred industry, which the North likes, and this help develop the country. On the other hand, well, would people rather own their own land and be able to, you know, support themselves, or would they rather work a grievous, very difficult job in a in a factory where they are reliant on a horrible conditions and a factory boss? Um, you know, I think these, this, when you look at it that way, Perhaps it wasn't such a good thing. And the society that has been created from that is perhaps not that great either. 
Um, I mean, if you, if you, if only, if a couple of these border states switched over, they would have given the Confederacy perhaps an edge. I mean, it's astounding what they did, because you're talking about, in terms of manpower, when you consider just the the whites, almost a four to one advantage that the North had. And it was possible for the South to have won the war. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it that way, that's like, um, uh, what's a good comparison for today? The U.S. has 300 million people, and let's say it took on um, one country of about 75 million. Let's say it took on Germany, which has 80 or so. Wouldn't really be much of a contest. So, yeah, you could say that's similar. I mean, it's quite astounding to be so vastly outnumbered, uh, to have the industrial machine of the North against you. They had more railroads. They, um, had many more advantages. I mean, granted, better military commanders in the South and whatnot, but to have the deck stacked against you. Now, perhaps things would have turned out better if the South had won. But you can't say that. You know, if you go to a reenactment, uh, if you go to a Civil War reenactment in the North, and you say, yay, go Confederacy, go Dixie, we get dirty looks for people. Because these people are uneducated and they're taught to believe something which is just not representative of the actual truth. And I think it's very sad. Um, uh, and it, it's unfortunate that this is the situation that we have. So, um, anyway, 347-308-8073 if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, or press the mic to talk on the air. We would love to have you on the show. So if you're listening, uh, don't be shy and feel free to call. All right. Um, I think we're going to cut tonight a bit short. Um, but I will be back tomorrow for an all-new episode, so you want to stay tuned for that. So I'm signing out for now. This is AJ Bruno. So.